Dennis Kriesel, you're listening to the Pinball and Cool Stuff Podcast. Also, catch me on the Eclectic Gamers Podcast, as well as the Twitch stream. Thanks for joining us. Here comes Ian. Hello, everybody. Good evening. What a great Sunday. It is exactly... One long week after the Super Bowl. And of course, we know the Chiefs took it home. I'm really proud of them. Had a good time watching the Super Bowl. It's been a while, everybody. This is the Pinball and Cool Stuff Podcast. My name is Ian Rodriguez, and I am broadcasting live from Marietta, California, right outside Fitness 19. I was thinking about the name of this podcast. It probably should change it. And tell me what you think. It should be not the Pinball and Cool Stuff Podcast, but the Pre-Workout Pinball Podcast. PWPC or PWPP, Pre-Workout Pinball Podcast, because every time I do this thing, I'm uh, outside the gym just waiting to go get a workout in, or possibly at work on a short break, if you can call it that. Yes, it is a wonderful, wet Sunday evening here in California. We are experiencing a little bit of unseasonal rain. If you've never come to Southern California, it is never raining in the spring or late winter. Very dry, very warm, but um, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really kind of tired of it. I want my hot weather back. I want my pool days coming up real soon. I'm really, really pumped. So we got our pool pump fixed. Our pool's ready to go. We are turning the hot tub on. I'm really, really grateful. If you guys, uh, you know, are swimmers out there, man, I'm telling you what, there's nothing better than hopping in a hot tub on a hot day. There's also nothing better than running a six or seven mile run than coming to a freezing cold pool and jumping in. It's like cryotherapy for your knees and your ankles and joints. So I happened to go out for a nice uh, run with my friend James yesterday. We took a seven mile run. Funny story, James gets lost on the way to my house from his own home. I run the route, I get there, I'm fine, I'm at my house, from his house. He gets lost and runs a big old loop the other way and ends up running nine total miles, poor guy. I don't know what he was, uh, he lost track, man. He lost track. It's not, it's not hard to do out here in Southern California. All of the suburbs look the same, and I mean the same. So if you take a left turn, it all looks the same as you take a right turn. Um, it's all stucco track homes, and uh, that's how we live. That's how we live. So Dennis Kriesel popped in today. That's good for him. I was happy to thank you for the intro there, Dennis. I uh, hope everything's going good. Evidently, he's part of the Pinball Network. I was looking at his uh, stream on Twitch, Eclectic Gamer Stream, and he was broadcasting, and I'll show a picture of it on the uh, show title. He was broadcasting from the Kansas City Championships, and the only thing interesting about the stream, there was some good pinball, but... He's broadcasting and, and introducing his show at the beginning of the stream, and he's sitting in front of a gentleman whose butt is facing the camera, and I mean facing the camera. His entire rear end is occupying half the screen while Dennis is occupying the other half. It's kind of an interesting shot. They switch quickly to the uh, gaming, though. It's, uh, it's very introductory and very brief, but uh, I thought it was hilarious, so I snapped a picture of it. I was watching him play uh, on his Twitch stream. He's a fun watch. Uh, he's really interesting. He knows everything about every game twitch.tv slash eclectic gamers I want to say that's it um, he's always just he's so informative the guy knows everything about his games and he's got a lot of them so fun to watch he also has a genuine appreciation for EM games which I'm growing to love as well and I just appreciate anybody 
who loves games that much and is just so pumped about them. Now he's a lot more mild-mannered than I am and a lot more demure, if you will, but he's still exceptionally, you know, stoked to play and, and he's still very interesting, um, although he's a little bit monotone, but I think you'll find that you like him after a little bit. Um, just because he just he just loves it, you know. He loves the hobby. He loves gaming. He loves pinball, and so for that I applaud him. And of course, he's highly educated and he's really smart. So it's nice to watch a stream where the guy is really brilliant and very smart and very um, he's very what's the word articulate. That's what he is. So I really appreciate it. So something happened this last week that I that's never happened to me before. And honestly, it was it was really. I don't know why, but it was unexpected. I probably should have expected it, but I guess it kind of caught me off guard. And let me get into it. I was on the thread for Rick and Morty, and I have some thoughts about Rick and Morty. And you might know my thoughts, but I'll address them here in this in this topic. Essentially, what I wanted to do is express to the thread what I thought about the stream that was on the Stupid BS Show or whatever it was called. So Adult Swim did a stream from the Morning BS Show, they call it. They had the game. It was the first view the world had of the game itself, right? So naturally, there's going to be a lot of reaction on the threads, both good and bad. Now, I felt like I, I had seen plenty of the game enough to sort of opine, at least uh, in part, on what the playfield looked like. Because you didn't get too deep in the code, didn't get to hear a lot of the game because it wasn't direct audio feed, but go check it out. Um, I don't have the link. It's on Pinside. So you get a look at the playfield and how it operates, right? That's what a stream's really good for, um, which doesn't do the direct direct audio capture. You at least get a nice view of the playfield and what's the ball doing on the playfield. So that that's kind of the strict basis for my judgment. Although I did opine on the uh, the callouts, which I thought were brilliant, and the art, which was fantastic. So. This is what I said to the thread. I basically said, you know, I think the art's amazing. The theme is great, great integration. Um, I think I really enjoy the the idea of the game. I think it's um, well thought out. And what I also said, you know, the negative side, I just didn't believe, I believe the playfield is sparse, number one. And I believe the playfield um, is not exceptionally unique. And it's, it's very typical and very regular, except for the top right flipper. It's a very typical game, uh, fan layout-ish, uh, two ramps. The ramps are plastic, they're pretty nondescript, um, and there is a subway, a very basic subway from the top left to the bottom left above the flipper. So there you have it. You have a Denisi game, which um, in my opinion was a heck of a lot less unique than his first game. Um, in my opinion, just a standard game. So I was a little bit disappointed because I, as everybody else was expecting, I was expecting Rick and Morty to be pretty cool, right? The show's really unique and weird and fun. I figured the, the play field would pay homage to the uniqueness and the crazy stuff that goes on the show by giving us something crazy and unique. And honestly, in my opinion, I didn't put this in the, in the post, but in my opinion, Alice Cooper is more unique than that game. I think Alice Cooper gives you some really cool, weird, dark themes and dark, weird stuff on the playfield, some plastics that are cool. I just think it gives you that feeling of being in the game a little more. So, um, yeah, I said, you know, it's Scott Denisi's second game. Uh, you, we can't expect him to be Lawler or Steve Ritchie or Dennis Nordman on his sec, on his sophomore effort, right? Um, but, I, you know, I obviously am just addressing my thoughts, and I just thought the playfield was ho-hum. I thought the playfield was uninspired, okay? Within three hours of my post, there was like a dozen people, 20, like 50 downvotes and everybody attacking me. Uh, you know, just attacking me. I mean, it got it got nasty. You know, very disrespectful, um, very rude, in my opinion. And I, I didn't I didn't 
I expected, I guess, some backlash, but I wasn't disrespectful about it. But I just got torched, and I was um, surprised, really, about the tone of it. Just necessarily, the tone was kind of just overly negative and overly rude. I didn't, I don't think anybody deserves that anyway on Pinside. So I was a little bit uh, just surprised and like let down by the crowd. I think um, some of the people on Pinside just think it's their soapbox and they want to dominate and crush people who don't agree with them. And I wasn't even saying the game was a bad game. I just felt like the play field was kind of lame and just a little weak. And I think the game's still going to be fun, of course. It's like Stranger Things. It's not a game that I'll own, but it's a fun game to play. It's got fun shots. It'll it'll work. And especially with Rick and Morty, it's going to have some fun shots. Um, but the theme and the integration is going to be great. It's going to be the best part about the game, the humor, the script, everything about that, right? So there's the play field, though, is the thing that you play. So I, I'm voicing what I think is most important about the play field being lackluster on Rick and Morty. So anyway, Pinside attacked me, and they wanted to burn me at the stake. And I just said, I sent a reply saying, hey, cool it down. I'm not being disrespectful. I'd, I'd expect you guys to be you know, respectful about this. I'm just saying what I believe about the play field. And, um, you know, people are just attacking, attacking, attacking. So if you're on Pinside and you're doing these forums and you're raving and ranting and raving about whatever it is, be respectful, be honorable, because we're all human and we're all just in this hobby trying to achieve the same thing. And I said this in my reply post. I just said we're all trying to get the same thing, that game that speaks to us and that game that, that lights our fire. And unfortunately for me, this game doesn't light my fire from the playfield perspective. And that's all I said, you know. I think lots of people are going to love the game. I think the game for theme integration alone, again, will be it will be exceptional. So it's going to be enjoyable, but just not for me. So Pinside, take it easy. If you're on forums, tone it down a little bit. Just mellow out, you know. There's no need to, um, to burn people. I mean, unless someone's directly attacking you personally, there's no need to get all crazy. Um, that's just my thoughts. So I was watching Carl D'Angelo, dude, he streamed Waz lately, right? The longest Waz game ever. He gets to somewhere over the rainbow real easily. Um, he's on IE Pinball, of course, man. He's in fantastic watch. And then he gets run to the hills on Iron Maiden like the next night. And I'm like, holy cow. Every time Carl D'Angelo streams on Twitch, he wizard modes the game. So I didn't watch the stream I run to the hills on Iron Maiden. I did not watch it because I have not achieved that on my game. So I don't want to get there and kind of have, this, have the surprise spoiled. But I did get Can I Play With Madness, which is a pre-wizard mode on Iron Maiden. It was my first time getting Can I Play With Madness. I was very proud and very happy. It was one of my greater pinball moments, and it was just a, a great time. Fantastic. But yeah, Carl D'Angelo, every time he goes live, he's doing something incredible and awesome. So good for you, Carl. You're the best, man. Great player. Um, just a fantastic watch. So twitch.tv slash iepinball. No spaces. You're going to love it. So I was playing tonight. I played some Maiden. I got my butt kicked by Maiden. Uh, then I played Wonka. Now, before I say this, I will uh, let me just preface this by saying I moved the in post or the outline post up, so it's uh, closed the left outline pretty well. Um, although, although the ball does it does go there and does drain on the left, it's much harder. So I made the game easier for the player. Um, with that in mind, my first game, I was just shredding. Okay, that left outline post helped a lot. So, hear me out on this. I get all the kid multi-balls. I get the gobstopper multi-ball at least two or three times. Get four extra balls, or three extra balls. I'm just playing a heck of a game. And I can't believe it, too, because it's my first game off of playing Maiden. And if you try to play Maiden and then switch to Wonka, the two are so drastically different of games that it's kind of hard to adjust to the speed. Um, but there I was, hot as, hot as coal right there, just burning through this game. And I got to, like... 3.8 million points, I want to say, 
Um, at one point, I had a half a point, half a million point bonus. Um, so there I was, at like 3.8 million. And guess how many golden tickets I had obtained? One. One golden ticket. That's right. A paltry one golden ticket for the best game on Wonka I've ever had. By a lot, in fact. And I'm just scratching my head more and more, man. Scratching my head. So that email I sent to JJP went um, unanswered, of course, where I requested a populated playfield as well as the... What are they going to do with this code? And this topic will never die, really. It's going to be monthly. <laughs> In my mind, it'll be weekly. But it's just a topic that it bears repeating because, JJP, we need some updated code. We need, as normal players and mediocre players, code that will let us get somewhere sniffing the main wizard mode. I think we deserve it, man. We paid a lot of money for these games. Please, JJP. Give us that code that'll let us have a chance of achieving this game in its entirety. I really, really wish, I really, really hope. Let's hope by the end of 2020 we have that code and we have an ability or at least some small chance of obtaining three, four, maybe five Wonka Golden Tickets. That's my wish for 2020. That is my solemn hope and solemn wish. So, here's to you, Jersey Jack. Go make the right changes and do the right thing. Thank you for joining me, everybody. Have a great week. This week is full of exciting new things. I'm hopefully getting some interviews this week for a new job, of course. Um, I'll keep you posted, but I'm thinking I'm going to do another two interviews this week and then uh, see what happens. This marks my... I'm going on my third week of unemployment, and I'm getting uh, pretty comfortable, to be honest with you. Although the income needs to start popping. Otherwise, I'm going to start selling some pinballs. It's going to be disastrous. Disastrous. All right. That's it, man. You guys have a great night. God bless you. Have a great week. Out.